0: Welcome to this episode of Biscuit Chats, presented by WDAV, Classical Public Radio, and powered by Ortho Carolina.
1: Debbie Moose is a food writer and cookbook author, and a few years ago she put out a book called Southern Holidays. It's a Savor the South cookbook from UNC Press. The book looks at all kinds of food traditions associated with various holidays in the South. And this morning, Debbie Moose is my guest. Thanks for being here today, Debbie.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. I want to
1: ask you about Christmas and Hanukkah. Okay. As far as Christmas goes, one of the things that you write about is the coconut cake. Why is that important or a big deal in the South?
0: Well, everyone does like like that coconut cake. And, um, you know, the early days of the South, the port communities, would receive shipments of things like oranges and coconut and pineapple. And in the days before the rail lines, those items would stay in the port cities, and they were a real delicacy. Well, when the railroads became widespread, those treats could be shipped elsewhere, but they were still considered something that was a real special thing.
1: In North Carolina, I don't know about the rest of the south a lot of people enjoy moravian sugar cake oh yeah at christmas time and you uh, grew up in winston salem what's the story about moravian sugar cakes
0: oh yes if you if you grew up in winston salem you eat a lot of sugar cake and all that those wonderful Moravian baked goods, many people probably know the Moravians originally came from Germany through, I believe, Pennsylvania and then were provided land in, in Winston Salem where Old Salem is now. So they came down there and it was for religious freedom. And a lot of their um baking traditions goes go back to German baking traditions, those wonderful little thin cookies with the spice and the sugar cake always has mashed potatoes in the dough. It's a raised yeast coffee cake dough, but um, mashed potatoes are an important part of that.
1: Another thing that's characteristic about the sugar cake that you mention in your recipe is the importance of your thumb.
0: Yes. There's a old saying that the um, you could tell how generous the cook uh, making the, the sugar cake was by how deeply she pushed her thumb into the dough, because the final thing you do before you put it in the oven the doughs in your baking pans and you press your thumb down through the dough in several, several places and then on top of that you pour a mixture of uh, butter and brown sugar and cinnamon and it sinks down into those those depressions and and makes it all good
1: right that's what that's what a lot of us are really looking for those <laughs> yeah. big pools of butter and sugar <laughs> <laughs> well Hanukkah happens this time of year, too, and, um, you know, most of us have probably heard of latkes. I was interested to see your take on it. You southernized it a little bit.
0: Just a little bit. Now, I love sweet potatoes, and when I got married, I had not, I'm not Jewish. My husband is Jewish. I'm not, and I had never cooked any Jewish foods, and I kept trying to make these latkes not be greasy, you know, nice and crispy and I tried sweet potatoes in them and everything, and, you know, I worked so hard on that, and then he informed me they're supposed to be greasy because the whole point is the, you know, the oil, symbolizing the oil in the lamps in the temple. Um, All right. So I mixed Pressure um, off. <laughs> but, yeah, pressure went off then, so I always use sweet potatoes and a little bit of spice. They're not, this isn't a sweet-tasting dish, but a little bit of chili powder I think goes great with sweet potatoes. So I put a little bit of that in there, too.
1: Are there other Hanukkah foods that um, may have a Southern twist or maybe are are found by uh, Jewish, or were made by Jewish Southerners? Um, My understanding is that actually the Jewish community in the South is a lot older than people realize.
0: Um, The uh, Jewish congregation in Savannah is the third oldest in the country. Right. Also, they're one of the oldest Jewish food festivals, and I visited that and got some good recipes from that. Um, it was really fun to include some of these festivals in the book, too, like the Greek festivals, you know, reflecting sort of the different folks that have come into the South. But, um, you know, with the holidays, whenever there's holidays coming up and families together, I encourage people to do those sorts of things and hold on to those memories.
1: That's great advice. And, uh, Debbie Moose, thank you so much for sharing these great traditions uh, in your book about the Southern holidays.
0: Well, thank you for having me on. It's always a a pleasure to talk with you, and I hope everyone has a, a happy holiday and just celebrate anything that comes along. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Biscuit Chats, presented by WDAV, Classical Public Radio, and powered by Ortho, Carolina. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org forward slash subscribe, and follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College, supported by listeners like you. You can find us on the radio at 89.9 FM, streaming at WDAV.org, or on our mobile app, available at iTunes and Google Play. Thanks for listening.